everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 141, October the 8th, 1994. And this is Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. As today, we're coming at you from Cumberland, Kentucky at Cumberland High School. We're still there, so nothing new as far as the venue goes. Sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. Hopper, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, bro. How are you? Living a dream, brother. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you can do, bro. That's it. That's it, man. Um, yeah, I don't have anything witty, not that I usually do. Um, but uh, Doc, how are you? Blessed as always. But you know, it's we're just a few weeks into my new relationship with the with the army, and I'm just I really am enjoying it. Uh, I just have a question that I think everybody out there wants to know the answer to. Harper, it's seven o'clock in the morning on Good Friday. Have you been to bed yet? No. Jesus. The man, the, the man uh, worked overnight. Yeah, he worked. Yeah, yeah. but do you, remember, you, do you remember, Mike, when you were young enough to pull that off? Oh, God, yeah. What's funny is I was thinking about that last night. I was Because um, I remember multiple nights on end of, of doing it. And I actually remember going to work the next day, which... That is like a foreign concept coming in at 5 a.m. and then pulling off going to work the next day. Yeah, just like when fucking what's his name did it and he saw Vito sucking the security guard's dick. Remember that? Yeah. 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 Should happen, Finn. Bro. Finn was his name. Yeah, I would I would just take the day off. Yeah, I forgot man one time I was this is like ten years ago. It was just he, at this bar fucking hang out at, you know, it's the same asshole sitting around and we're like, let's go do something different. Mm, and I that, went, that usually ends up one of two ways, very uneventful or the, a night you'll never forget. Yeah. And yeah, somebody we fucking, dies or something. And we go out and it was just like, dude, I didn't get, I was like, I want to go home. I want to, I, I, I had to get home till noon, bro. I was like, the fuck is wrong with you damn people? the fuck is wrong with you people people need sleep man yeah that shit happened at one of my best friends bachelor parties i make matters worse Hubbard, did you have a girlfriend at that time you ended up back home at noon no okay so this is before cell phones were real popular so this is like 97 and yes i was an adult in 97 by many years but my point is I go out with my buddy for his bachelor party and I tell my girlfriend at the time it's his bachelor party. I mean, I guess I'll be home around one, two, something like that. Fuck. You lived in New Orleans. Home. I didn't get, well, the thing was I had to work the next morning. So I, you should have just, you should have just told her, baby, I'm at PM, not AM. Yeah. You said Man. you wanted to be home early, right? Well, here's the problem. <laughs> So when I finally get when I finally get home at God, it had to be nine ten in the morning it was it was ridiculous so I was already late for work and there's the thing was I didn't have my car I was with somebody that's what happened just, to me I got I should have just fucked myself yeah I, I should have always have a car that you can access mm-hmm. I should have bailed, got a cab. There was no Uber back then, none of that dumb shit. I should have just, like, figured it out. I should have went to a payphone and got a cab. Like, yeah, that's... See, that's the problem. You didn't have a cell phone back then. So you, you were, like... You had to, like, put a lot of effort, like, walking <laughs> through a payphone to get a cab or some shit. So anyway, man, I'm like... Fuck. You walked in so and she I, was like, what's her fucking name? What's her yeah. fucking name? I finally get home. I'm like, look, I had no intentions of staying out that late. And now I got to put some clothes on to get to work. Don't go take a shower, motherfucker. Uh-uh. Oh. She wanted to smell your, your penis. Yep. I'm going to make sure what I is, wasn't doing nothing. What, it smell like white girl? 
it Becky. smelled like a night Becky. of drinking and booze. C- cigarettes. Uh, sweaty ass dick with your cheesy uh. fucking balls. Uh, I don't know. Dude. I smelled like a choo-choo factory. I mean, she could have smelled the smoke coming off of me. You know, I from, fucking I mean, hate that shit. Me too, but, man. But remember when you didn't? I know. It's crazy to think. When I think back to when I smoked, every one of my friends smoked. Every we single all, one. We all had a pack of Marlboro Lights on us, dude. It and, was like nineteen. It was like a doctor's office in 1953. Everybody yeah. was smoking. Everyone was smoking. No one gave a fuck if you smell like an ashtray. My car smelled like an ashtray. No one gave a fuck. Now, if you walk by, you smell like cigarettes. Like, oh, you white trash asshole. But see, true. I smelled like smoke because I just was in a bar. I wasn't even smoking. Yeah, that's what that's what the nineties were. The nineties were a smoke filled decade. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! Everybody ain't dead yet from it. But anyway. Give it time, pal. Yeah, y'all want to get into Smoky Mountain Wrestling? I would love to, man. We have got some things that we have got to talk about this day. Boy, do we. So we are told at the very top of the show, let me start the Patreon video. Uh, we are told at the very top of the show on episode 40, 141, October the 8th of 1994, that the Rock and Roll Express have been stripped of their tag team title belts. So... This was pretty much big news, as Les and Bob mentioned this, because I don't know if y'all, you recall, Doc, um, Harper, I know you missed the last one, but uh, Doc and I complained last week about this, but because of how the rock and roll beat the gangsters with Bob Armstrong coming out of nowhere and just restarting it like he was God or something. So Doc and I complained, but it looks like justice has prevailed here because the rock and roll was stripped, but we will find out more. And I don't want to say anything else because the more we find out later, is glorious. Um, Man, we got we I'm, got a little bit of chocolate on the straps now. You know what I'm saying? We do. <laughs> we do. Does that make Does that make you happy? Yeah, oh, I love it. I love it. In the okay. segment later, I love even more. All right, Hopper. Any thoughts from that opening? Without giving away what happens later. What do you think? It's a bigger moment in Black history. Was them getting the tag team belts? Or are are or the guy from the from the Empire getting off. Jeez. I'm not, Dude, I'm, not. I'm not sure that that guy's completely off yet. I have a feeling that there's going to be another chapter to that story at some point. Yeah, I think something else is going to bite him in at. Yeah, I don't think it's fucking over with. So for all the first of all, anybody that's that dumb is gonna fall into a pile of shit somewhere down the line anyway. So for all of our all of our white supremacist listeners out there, just be patient. He'll probably yes. get his. My, my wife cut a promo on that bastard. She was like, "This dumb Man, that's son a, of that's a bitch." The thing. Like all the, all these Fox News guys, and I ain't gonna get political. I'm just saying, all these white. Fox News people were all upset. I was like, man, if I was black, I'd be super hot at this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. My wife cut a promo on him. She's like, you stupid son of a bitch. You fucking moron. <laughs> Dude, then when he says, you know, I wouldn't be my 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 mother's son if I would have made that up. I'm like, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> this guy's like a cornet, man. <laughs> this guy's well, okay. Let's it's a, tie it back into wrestling. I was like, man, this is great. <laughs> Dude, actually, <laughs> somebody get this guy. It. Somebody get this guy on the gas and get him in the ring. <laughs> it's like so I wouldn't what, be my mother's son if I would have made that up. I'm so like, what made what made what Hopper say so good is he's right. It's so wrestling. It's not even funny. <laughs> ah, all right, let's keep going. Smoky Mountain here. Um, Oh, Jesus. So we go to the first match is Dirty White Boy versus Steve Skyfire. Dirty White Boy beats Skyfire as he wore his stylish Smoky Mountain Wrestling t-shirt throughout the match. Um, he wins with the Buck, Nor- Buck Snort Blaster. Doc, any thoughts from the match at all? Man, Dirty White Boy came in hot here. And uh, very impressive in the opener. He is not, He is ready to lay some country whipping matches on people. And uh, I was just wondering, they kept saying, telling us that Morton is not here yet during this match. Uh, I just wonder, last time he wasn't here, he had a plane ride. Plane, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just wondering if he was out in the rock and roll van with a rat. Safe bet. What do you think, Hopper? 
he's like, man, come on, man, just give me five more minutes. I'm almost there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll go to the Dirty White Boy promo. Um, I wasn't going to play it. White Boy says he's going to pull Bedlam's guts out and pull them through his ears. Uh, He's also going to whip Cornet's big fat fanny. He was fired up. It's not. It's a good promo, but uh, you know, I thought it was. I thought it was fine. I had Nintendo. He did say he was going to get down and get nasty because the dirty white girl told him to. I was wondering what that might look like, and Uh, uh, was a little concerned. You can say so. Um, Hopper, any thoughts from it? Uh, He's uh, tombstone quotes. Oh yeah, was he? I've seen that. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to bring the thunder and, and, uh, hell's coming with me and all. <laughs> Nothing like it was, a good, it was a good promo though. I mean, he's fired yeah. up. He's hot about some shit. Yeah, I, I agree. He's setting things up with him in bedlam. So no, no good stuff. Mike Moraldo then takes on Boo Bradley for the Beat the Champ TV title. Brew, Boo, God, I just want to say balls, you know. Just say yeah. balls. Everybody here knows what's going on. Everybody's in on the deal. I mean, I hate to – here we go. I'm going to say it. Our fans are smart enough to know the difference. Okay, so balls. How about that, so balls, How about that? How about that Mike? You like that? That's that's classy. I know you've been real skeptical about, about my recent – change in attitude but i'm telling you man i mean it well it makes sense on the nwa show because you know we're about to go into january of 88 so that whole new year new me concept is working for that but uh we'll see about this one anyway uh balls wins with a big splash off the top rope uh doc any thoughts on moraldo and um Boo Bradley? that's a Ball lot Ball. of weight coming down for a frog splash don't you think? yeah boo's a big dude bro I'd be like, uh, can you can you come down a little lighter there, pal? Yeah, we're looking at it right here, man. He's on the top, and um, you know he was agile for a big man. Oh yeah, he's light on his feet. I'm just saying, what's that going to be like to take that? Hope you breathe it out. And then he rolls over and pins him on his back. Okay, <laughs> uh, Harbor, any thoughts on the match at all? Nah. So Tammy is. I mean, uh, Chris is suspended for four weeks. So, are, are we going to take bets on whether or not Tammy is being faithful to Chris while he's suspended? Come on, bro. Come on, man. That's no, she's not. I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the people that have told that story already on this show. Um, you know, I'll let those Bobby Blaze and and why <laughs> you got to throw them under the bus? I'm not throwing them under the bus. It's, it, it's a fact. I, I, I didn't say it. I guess it's not like they're going to run into each other at a convention or something unless it's in jail. That's wow. That's nice, Doc. Real nice. <laughs> okay, so we go to then Tammy and Boo. And Tammy wasn't bad here, but it's meat and potatoes. Now, I did want to ask you all about Boo. He's interesting without saying a word. I mean, he's picking his nose. He's eating his boogers. Yeah, did that's he, he fucking did. I, disgusting. I couldn't tell if he. Oh, man, that's, that's rough. That's fucking gross, bro. <laughs> I used to wonder, gross. how can kids do that? When I was a kid, I never did that once. Who the Eat fuck the... eats that goddamn boogers, bro? Even at five years old. You know, I read something I, I once. Know. I read something once, and it was a like a French physician or something i don't know some french asshole and he was saying that eating your boogers is actually good for you because of the bacteria that it puts in your stomach is actually beneficial and it has health benefits so i'm gonna say everybody out there eat your boogers i'm gonna go ahead on a hard pass on that one what a hopper there was this girl i went to like grade school with man she she picked those boogers and ate them fifth grade oh god you knew something that everybody else didn't know uh, i guess <laughs> that shit's nasty i'm like i'm with Harper. that shit's nasty fucking gross ass kids but you oh. don't have kids Harper. they're gross yeah but that's what but, that's kids are well ki- okay it's different when they're like they don't know and they're like babies and toddlers and yeah. just, but you, you five years old, six years old, it's time to stop putting shit in your mouth that's dirty, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> unless, unless you're a girl and hit 18, and then it's back on. 
Yeah. <laughs> you are a nasty bastard. <laughs> And Hopper and Hopper sits there and and eggs you on with it. Yep. All right, so we got to play. Hopper and I are just happy to be reunited after our. You tried to to uh, interrupt us for a while with Lance. Yeah, no, huh? I mean, Harper's been mad at Lance. I told you, I I thanked him for for stepping in, and I appreciate his help, and I thought he did a very nice job coming in. But I'm afraid Harper's pissed. You know, Harper's kind of like Boo Bradley. You you can't just play with his emotions. He's fragile. <laughs> okay. So let's go to a promo now. Bob Armstrong, Ricky Morton with his cheap painter's hat on. Um, we can talk about this on the other side. <laughs> oh, no, you know what? No, go ahead, Harper. Well, I tell you what. Let's play the intro to the promo uh, because then they're going to throw it to the Tennessee Valley Fair footage. And then I want Harper, because Harper didn't give his take on, on this get-up Morton has on last week. So uh, let's hit play. We'll listen to the intro of it. And then um, there's a second part as well. So here's the first part. here with you today in a kind of an awkward position, very embarrassing position, as a matter of fact. Everybody saw what happened at the Tennessee Valley Fair. You saw it on TV here last week. It's very embarrassing for everybody. As you can see, the rock and roll doesn't have the belts anymore. And something happened that was unprecedented. Nobody really knows exactly how to explain it. And instead of sitting here trying, and I think a picture would be worth a thousand words, so why don't we just take a look at what happened, and then we'll talk about it more, and you'll understand a little more what I'm talking about. All right, so again, they go to the footage of the Tennessee Valley Fair. This is when Bob Armstrong reversed the decision, restarted the match, rock and roll in one with a roll-up, I believe, on New Jack. Hopper, before we talk about that, what did you think about Ricky Morton's um, painter's hat and get-up? It looks like he joined a French Foreign Legion. <laughs> like those hats, we like in those old movies with the French Foreign Legion. That's what he looks like. I and, said last week I thought it was one of those free painters hats that you yeah, used to see like back the one in the day. Sherman Williams. Yeah. Do you ever know anybody that would wear one of those that you would trust to do anything? No. Bruh. It's not really a story, but I don't remember where we were. But fuck, remember the cigarettes cool? Yeah. We were somewhere, uh, me and a bunch of my friends. And I feel like our parents were there, too. And cool was there doing like a promotional spot. You know, back in the day, they used to do that shit a lot. Like, these dude, people. I used to get so much free cigarettes with that shit. Yeah. The little fucking horse used to show up with the laptop. <laughs> And I'll ask you, like, what's your favorite brand? Blah, 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 blah. How much do you smoke? And if your favorite brand's not there, what's the other brand? And they used to just give me two packs of cigarettes. Then a friend of mine who didn't smoke it, like, bro, go do that survey. And then they would give me their cigarettes. I would walk out with, like, six packs of fucking cigarettes. <laughs> God, that sounds, was great. He sounds so happy. <laughs> so... I felt like that was one of those hats that they would give away at something like that. Because I had like a, I, I remember getting a cool one, a cool Filter King one like that back in the day. I don't remember where I was, but. Yeah, like they used to give them away at like spring break, like in the 80s. Because I remember my, 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 my uh, brother was, I mean, he's a lot older than me. And uh, in the 80s, he would go to spring break to Panama City and all that shit and come back with those like fucking Miller High Life hats like that and. And shit like that. And today, uh, a few years into the show, we find out Hopper has a brother uh, that we did yeah. not know about for the last three years or so. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, Doc, you got any thoughts on the hat before we keep going on the promo? What's on his shirt? Uh, let's see if we can pick it, figure out. Bob's got Ico Pro. I know. Gibson's got some kind of shirt with a hoodie on the back and a fucking fanny pack below his cock. Yeah, one of those, like a fucking army surplus shirt or something. Right. Um, I don't know what's on Morton's shirt. Let's see if we can figure it out. But here's the second part of that promo now. Here it is. Well, folks, there you see it. What we've had to do in the past week is give the belts to the gangsters. That's why the rock and roll doesn't have the belt. We had to give it to them. Now, that's a bad way to win a belt, but I'll tell you what they did. When I came down and told, as everybody saw and told the referee, that they had cheated. The commissioner asked me personally to do this, and I watched the match intently, and when I saw them cheat, I said, the referee, they cheated. 
So the referee started the match over like he should have, like anybody with good sense would have, and these gentlemen right here won the match. Well, the gangsters got very upset about this. They said they won the match first. They, they forgot about them cheating, but what they did do is this. Went down to Atlanta, got a hotsy-totsy civil rights lawyer. He had connections in New York, California, and threatened Smoky Mountain Wrestling with all kinds of major lawsuits if we couldn't prove that we weren't discriminating against them. Now, nothing like this ever happens. You know, even with white wrestlers, you don't very seldom see a match started and then start again and another guy win it after it started again. It's very confusing is what it is. But I know the, the papers on the commissioner's desk are not confusing and we're talking major money and we're talking millions of dollars. And rather than go ahead and, break, and bankrupt our company, we don't want to do that. We want these gentlemen to have a shot to get that belt back, get those belts back. The gangsters are real happy now because they're walking around like peacocks, proud as punch, with the belts that were handed to them. Now, rather than fight all this, like I say, gentlemen, I'm going to leave it up to you. I had to do it. I feel partly responsible. I did what the commissioner asked me to do, and this ended up with you guys not having a belt. You've got my apology. I just want to do something to help you get them back. Well, Bob, that's right. We're not blaming you. We are blaming the gangsters. You know, over our career, Robert and I have been world tag team champions. We've been United States tag team champions. Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions, Southern Tag Team Champions, Mid-South Tag Team Champions. And every time that we lost the belts, we're in the middle of the ring. Now, sometimes it was endings that we didn't like where we did get cheated, but it happened in the middle of the ring. Nobody has ever come up and just took the belts from us. Just oh. took them right away. You know, it's like, they're like a thief in the night. Just take the belts right from you, Bob. But one thing about the gangsters, you see the gangsters right here talking about their color. But Robert and I, we were raised in a family where we were colorblind. There was no difference. But see, Gangsters now has come to a situation with you where you're involving color. You're involving the race. But that's not up to us. That is up to you. You're the one that's doing this. But you see, Gangsters, the only way to get even with you is to fight your way, on your terms. The ways you want to do it, well, that's fine with us. Because as you being Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions, if I won the way you did, I could not even show my face around Smoky Mountain Wrestling. I would be too embarrassed to, to know that I got those belts that way. But one thing about it is, it's all about respect. Respect of the Rock and Roll Express and who those titles belong to. Now I'm telling you guys, Robert and I now, we're going to return to the old Rock and Roll Express the way that we used to be. Well, we would take that rule book and throw it right out the window because we don't care anymore. Only thing that we care is, is we got cheated out of the Smoky Mountain Tag Team belts and I guarantee you guys, before it's over, you're going to have more than respect for the Rock and Roll Express. Okay. I think Morton's shirt says wet dreams hopper that's what i thought it was that's too. what I, I thought it was too what the fuck is that about is that a car wash <laughs> <laughs> buddy subliminal message in smoky mountain that shit surely does look like it says uh, wet dreams it does, there's a huh? fucking somebody's laying down at the bottom of it and there's a broad with a bikini in the main photo of it if you look if you're on patreon and you're a Patreon I, at first member. I thought at first I thought that was Boogie Woogie Jimmy Valiant there, but I guess I guess you're right. That's a broad. That's that's a broad because you can well, see the look lipstick. at look over to your left where Gibson's gut stretching that shirt. That's nice. And he's got a yeah. fanny pack on, and Bob is no prize there either. So, but that definitely says wet dreams. Again, you can see it. Go to tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Uh, for the video reviews of these shows, that's um, it's I it says wet dreams. I can't see what the the lettering at the top says. There's black lettering. I don't know what that says. West Coast maybe. I can't. I can't. I can't read. I can't make it out. Um, but it says wet dreams. So okay, you we know got what, that mystery you know what, solved. You know what Morton looks like? Morton looks like the guy that. <laughs> You got some work being done on your house. He, <laughs> he shows up, and you tell your wife, keep an eye on that motherfucker while he's here. Make sure he doesn't pocket something. <laughs> They're all. Say that again, Hopper. You see that case in your house? <laughs> Dude looks... Holy shit. Um, all right, so... Let's ra- let's uh let's talk about this. So Armstrong claims in his iCorp Pro shirt and Zubaz that the commissioner asked him to restart the match and that's why he start restarted it. But the gangsters went down to Atlanta and they got them some hotsy totsy civil rights attorney and they filed a lawsuit against Smoky Mountain Wrestling and now they're the champs. 
Armstrong I love it. feels terrible about this. Uh, Ricky claims that he and Robert are, co- are are colorblind as it pertains to race, and it's the gangsters who made this about race. And I know I know this didn't work in the small cities, but this is this is so good, and I love it. They went and got some hotsy totsy civil rights attorney. Uh, Doc, you first. This is an angle that is sure to have heads exploding in this region. This is everything that the that the television viewer is going to say, God damn it. <laughs> These liberal judges. <laughs> <laughs> and it it's just the gangsters are I have to be just I mean, I'm starting to see how they ran some people away because it's just so forcefully heelish. It's too much for the hillbillies. But 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 something's coming next that's even even further than that. But right. Right. But uh, Harper, what did you have on this? The Hotsy Totsy civil rights attorney. Does he show up? The attorney? Yeah. Uh, I, think so. I don't think so. I just I would that love that, bro. That would be great. Jesus Christ! You get some black guy in one of them like Soul Train fashion suits. <laughs> the oh, Civil yeah. Rights lawyer would have been uh, like a bow tie. No, uh, it would have been a white dude though. And that's where it's like that's the hole in the story is you get one of these ALCU or ACLU guys to come in and this. That you could start poking at the gangsters. Why didn't you use a black lawyer? Because we wanted to get shit done. That kind of thing. <laughs> oh, you mean further down the line? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. true too. Or, book, or you I book in or, advance. All my bookings are in advance. I book in or, advance. Or you get the, or you do get the Soul Train's fashions guy Hopper, and then the gangsters realize, you know. He's not he's working attorney. out for him. Yeah, and then yeah. they go hire some some white attorney to do their business for them. That I mean, that's the other way you could do it too. But I, I'm with you. I almost I think I'd rather see the Soul Train's Fashions uh, attorney show up. I'm sure uh, you. I'm sure you would. Because there's loud colors and pink suit and whatever. Harper and I know some fools down south that love wearing loud suits that don't have a nickel in their fucking pockets, right, Harper? Yeah. Yes. Jesus yes. Christ. It's yeah. like smoking mirrors, bro. That's it. That's what they do. <laughs> he knows who I'm talking about. Anyway, all right, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. Okay, so um, let's go now to let me let me hit play because I can't get to the exact segment. Um, we go then to straight from Ricky, Robert, and Bob complaining about having their title stripped to the gangsters. Um, they are in the hood, mingling with their people. They're, it's chopped up into a couple of different segments. Uh, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play all of them. This is the first one. Uh, let's uh, let's listen to New Jack right here. We get ready to show you how the gangsters do it, LA style. You understand? We figured we'd give you the privilege <laughs> of hanging out with us just for a minute. Showing you how we do it. Showing you how gangbangers do it. Showing you how head splitters do it. Me and Mustafa thought we'd take the time out to let you rednecks know that we do have an area where we hang out at sometime when we feel like getting away from all that country bumpkin mess that's going on up in Smoking Mountain Wrestling. We told you that we win the belts, and now we got them. And you, you better believe we're going to have them for a long time. You understand? This is an area of town where you you liable to see anything. you liable to see some old woman cutting her husband up for doing something wrong. You understand? you liable to see somebody doing a drive by because we see it every day we hang out here and this is what goes on you understand and i'm telling you i know that ricky and robert you couldn't last five minutes you understand in an area such as this you understand you couldn't last if you walked through here they'll probably have you run up out here like you done stole something now you're seeing what it's like to grow up and be in the neighborhood the way me and Mustafa grew up, you understand? This is an area where a whole lot of people wouldn't survive, you know what I mean? This is an area where it ain't how pretty you are, it's all about how much money you got, you know what I'm saying? It's all about how many women you got, how much gold you can wear, how what, what kind of cars you got, you know what I mean? What kind of houses you live in, you know what I mean? It's all about who got what, you know what I'm saying? It's a materialistic world, and that's what we're trying to do. 
Okay. So that was the intro. Doc, you got any thoughts on the intro as they are Lord knows where in Tennessee in the middle of the hood. No, no, didn't didn't he say that they did didn't he say they drove to Atlanta for this? Corny. And that this remember. is corny. I think it's corny shooting it. Oh, maybe so. Okay. All right. Like Corny said, I'm going to grab a camera. Let's go to a hood somewhere. <laughs> Can you imagine Jim Corny? Right. In the fucking hood. So now, whether or not that's true, I'm going to imagine that. That brother right there has seen some days. Yeah, that guy's fucked up. <laughs> These people are wilding out, dog. Look at that guy. Oh, no. Little Potna. Uh-oh, he just got out. Big Thug just got out. No, he didn't just get out. How do you know? Ah, uh, you can just look. He 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 didn't just get out. So um, took I, the, I, hey, take the straps into the hood, man. Is that safe? Yeah, how are they driving on the grass? Man, well, they this are. Is the hood. This is the hood. You can do that kind of shit there. It's like a Mike Mills family re- reunion. <laughs> That's nice. Offer. I've been over to his house, and this is about what it looks like. Yeah. Like, oh, what's up, dog? Yes, I parked indeed. outside, and all these guys like that came out, got around my car, I started getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ran out there and said, nah, 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 he's, he's cool. He's cool. He's one of the good ones. It's all right. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that, was, that was tense for a second. All right. Uh Let's go you to like a second. That, you like that Ice T New Jack hustle that these got going on there? You remember that song? Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. Um, you know, the other to... thing is they show they show Mustafa with the belt kind of cocked to the side. Yeah, it, that was back when white people were all worked up. The old white man was all worked up about Ken Griffey wearing his hat backwards. Remember that? Jesus Christ, I do. But you know. That there's, it's not just that people got mad at Tony Romo in Dallas a few years back. Oh yeah, same shit. he's Mexican though. So see that, see how that works. Oh that that's why. Yeah. Oh, he needed to he needed to to give a more professional image on the sideline is what they said. That's right. That's right. I mean, if you're gonna rip somebody, that's like really. Can we can we move on to something important here? He could, he could whip down his fucking football bridges and do the helicopter with his little wee wee if we if he just win some playoff games. I don't give a shit. There you go. All right, let's um, Harper. Any other thoughts, or I'm gonna keep going. You keep going. All right. So here's the second part of it. Oh, we bring these babies back. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. I told you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We beat your boys in the ground, man, and then they gonna have the nerve to start crying about the way we did it. You know what I'm saying? They go get the commission. He tried to get a belt back to it. So I played the game the Caucasian used to play, you understand? Hell I yeah. went and got me an attorney, right. and he set everything straight. So now look who wins. You know? yeah. And yeah. you know the bad part about it is, yeah. if right. something go down, and the nigga get broke, I'm going to it. That's a game I knew that much. I'm going to take it to the first, because I don't care nothing about it, you understand? First time ever, a black man held a championship belt smoking my rounds. You know what? Oh, we going to have these for a long time. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. If I feel like something going on, and they might be getting ready to get them, Start to come get the belt, man. You know what happened. You know, right, 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 right. always had these. The hell with the rock and roll express and the rest of them. I don't care nothing about them. I told him, I said, this ain't no wrestling, man. I said, street fight, baby. What's up with rock and roll, though? What's, what's up with him? What's up like with him? What I told you, what we did, we're going to do it again. <laughs> rock and roll express. Now you see what it's like. I told you what was going to happen to you. I told you that New Jack and Mustafa would come to Smoking Mouth and turn this thing out. And that's what we did. Now we got the belts and you sitting at home still wondering what happened. Don't know where you are. Don't know where you've been. Well, once again, we're going to bring it to you. Just for good measures, we're going to drop you down one more time. And then you can go back to the hills and show them white folks that the boys came to the hood and they beat you like we're on you. So so get ready, boy, because we're going to tell that one more time. What's up? Okay. Uh, any thoughts? <laughs> uh, any other thoughts? Um, we're not done here, just so you know, uh, but any other thoughts? Jesus Christ. Look <laughs> at this shit. Do you think that in the hood today, Duckhead. it's a bunch of people that, it's a bunch of brothers that, Standing around looking at their cell phones instead of, you know, whatever it is this is. Uh, I don't know, but 
When's the last time you went back to the hood, Mike? I'm in a real hood, like for real. I mean, if your angle is, if you're asking me, like, last time I've been in, like, one of the housing projects in New Orleans, it's been. I mean, y'all got hoods. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a need to, to drive into them, though, around here. But in New Orleans, how, mu- how much a of a, time. if you didn't have accompaniment, how much of a pass do you have? Because, like, let's just be honest. Of the three of us, I mean, I grew up not far from something that looks like this, for real, and learned to navigate it. But of the three of us, if you line us up, I'm going to have the most trouble just walking in there going, hey, guys, what's up? No, I, I, see, like, Harper, I, don't, but, I, don't, and, I don't prescribe and, to that. And Harper, Harper's kind of in the middle, but do you get, like, the past? Do they know? I think Harper could walk into the project in New Orleans and as long as he walks in like he's got a purpose and he ain't fucking walking in. What was that? Was it Kings of Comedy where where Cedric the Entertainer was like, you can see when a white folks walk into the project, like you see some goofy looking bastard just walking through the project and you look and you go, that motherfucker about to get fucked up just by the way he's walking and look. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what it is. You got if you if you walk in like some doofus, you know, y- yeah, you 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 make yourself a target. But if you just strolling through and you ain't looking scared, I mean, just because you walk into a project don't mean you're going to get shot. Yeah. All right. BTT Harper, field does trip. It, Harper does it every day with his job, probably. Well, I ain't going to say yeah. every day. He I mean, yeah, I drive around there. Yeah, let's See? kayfabe that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I always think I'm the, the fucking probation officer. See? They ain't messing with him because of that. <laughs> anyway. Can um, you imagine how far things have gone if they see Harper and go, oh, shit, 5 <laughs> I just think it's funny seeing Cornette, imagining Cornette with his glasses on. Hey, and, hey guys, what's up? And walking through, like, with the gangsters. And the gangsters are... <laughs> <laughs> gangsters just introducing Corny to all his people, like, "Hey, we're gonna shoot this thing," and 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 the guys are like, "Hey, Mr. Cornet," you know, I just and Cornet's just I like, "All right, was like, <laughs> how would you get the guys in the back to go along with it without them fucking eh, that stupid fake wrestling shit or something?" It was something to do for the people in the hood for a day, I guess. Yeah, New Jack and Mustafa had to know a bunch of the, a bunch of these guys, though. You think so? I, I I bet. I mean, I I, I would think so. I Man, I don't have any like, you know, I don't know for sure, but I I just feel like they knew they knew a few guys, and that's and that's what got the ball rolling. Who knows? Cornette may have threw fifty bucks at everybody who wanted to do this for the day. That's true too. You know, like, hey, you want to you want to be on TV? I got fifty bucks. All you got to do is I stand per- around and make a lot of noise. I prefer that the story be that he had a case of. 40-ounce malt liquor bowls and was handing those out instead. It's always possible. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a much better visual because he doesn't <laughs> drink either. <laughs> Imagine corny. Hey, guys, I got to, I got, I got a, a trunk full of uh, 40 ounces back here, some St. Ides. Get some OE, dog. Uh, Harper, yeah. what's wrong with you? What? <laughs> what happened? I don't know. We're just getting some text messages flowing <laughs> through the system, Mike. Come on, man. I'm ready. Wow. I'm just saying, man. Come on. Come on. Straighten be, up, dog. Let's be professional. <laughs> yeah. Okay, do you think, and I know we still got a little bit more to go here, but do you think that, I feel like, well, keep going. I'll, I'll hit this in the wrap-up. Yeah, yeah, here, here's the last part of it. Because they're still in the hood. This they're is still in three. the hood, man. Once you get in, it's hard to get out, right, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> here's the last part. Of a long time ago, I remember back in the day, we had to ride in the back of the bus. 
And it's funny how times have changed. Now, <laughs> we own the damn bus. We used to couldn't eat in certain restaurants or couldn't drink out of water fountains. Now, we own the restaurants, you understand? It's a new day and time, you understand? The time has finally come where not only are we being seen, but we being heard. And that's been one of the biggest problems. You wanted to see us, but you didn't want to hear us. When you heard us, you got rid of us. Now, you mm. got to do both. I was talking to a partner of mine another day. Al Sharpton called me, and he congratulated me and Mustafa on winning the best, you understand? Al Sharpton walking up and down the streets of New York City being as big and as black as he as only he can be. Now, the Ku Klux Klan always talking about what they want to do. What they, they won't dare walk down the streets of New York City. They'll have their little Klan rally somewhere in these little country hick town. But if they come to New York City, they allow to get them sheets pulled off. They get hung with their own sheets. You got to understand something, baby. New Jack and Mustafa is here, and we're here to stay. So rock and roll, or whoever else you want to put in front of us, Get ready because the gangsters in the house. Fool. All right. So you said you want to wrap it up, Doc. Yeah, I feel like the couple of things we're missing from this skit. Oh shit! One, wait, wait. They're still talking. <sighs> yeah, that Hold should on. have been the end. By the way, edit button. There's only twenty twenty more seconds. Let's see what he says. I want a black man to represent you as a tag team champion. Well, baby, here we are. Rock and roll express. You still ain't accept the fact that you got beat by two blacks, but you did, baby. Now, stop, I guess, the only thing left. We got to go have dinner with one of <laughs> There it is. The Malcolm X symbol. Okay. So, uh, Doc, you were saying, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I feel like there was three things potentially missing from this skit. One was a barbecue, a hood barbecue. The other was okay. either a the other, and this is either one or two, depending on how you count it, was either some dominoes or a dice game. It's some forties. Yeah, well, there were a couple of people walking around they caught there, but just really show these white folks what it's like to be down in the hood. You know, give them a real taste of the flavor. I think these <laughs> white folks that were watching this doc when this here's shit came on their TV. The, they lost their minds. I guarantee it. I, I really think so, too. Because, like, look. Like I said, I'm, I'm trying to shoot straight here. I, I lived probably three miles, four miles from something like this. This kind of setup. So, you, at least you have exposure to it. And, you know, hey, don't go over there. When you're little doc. <laughs> but, re <laughs> but remember... You're talking about towns for miles that are 98% white. They have they have no exposure to this whatsoever. None. Let me show you that. Let me tell you how this went down. I mean, the the ghetto might as well have been located in, on Mars for these people. This so now you, they're getting their first look. This is how this went down in the average Smoky Mountain household. And bear with me, people. I ain't trying to be mean to the great people in the Smoky Mountain because I know this ain't everybody. But some of these towns where this stuff was broadcasted in, some broad named Bertha was sitting on her sofa watching Smoky Mountain wrestling. Wrestling the way it used to be and the way I like it. And this segment came on. This, um, how long was it? About eight minutes worth of yeah. gangsters in the hood. And she was like, oh, my God, these monkeys and these ends. And what yeah. is this shit on my TV in the Smoky right Mountains? That shit, bro. This, <laughs> this is a desecration of my wrestling. This, turn that shit off, Peter. This is terrible. I mean, it was probably more of a mm, vulgar tirade, but... There was the word monkey and in was thrown around multiple times by Bertha in her trailer park in her living room. I'm not trying to play heel and be mean. I'm just saying, you know it and I know it. Harper, where yeah. did I tell a lie? Bro, at the end, when he says, you, how's he say it? You didn't want to. Uh... You need to accept the fact that you got beat by two blacks. Yeah. Mm. And that, you know. Did he say that? And and uh, we own the bus. We own the restaurants. You we own they, the bus. We own the bus, pal. That was awesome. You know they hate hearing that shit. Yeah, 
You didn't want to ride with us back in the day. Now we own the bus. Holy. And then he starts talking about Al Sharpton. Oh, come on, bro. These people. Al, like, nobody the got fuck? white people matter than Al Sharpton, except for maybe Malcolm X. Back I saw I, I saw him in a uh, in a, an airport once. And, he and got I, skinny, man. In a New York. Yeah. These people did not like this segment. <laughs> And they were mm-hmm. like, we going to show them we ain't going to the wrestling no more till they get these jungle bunnies out of here. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, people went, they, they, I, look, anybody in the Smoky Mountains, I, I know um, Ben out there, he's in the Facebook group, uh, uh, Raleigh Arnwine, tell me where I'm lying. Tell me where I'm lying about the people in Smoky Mountain when the gangsters, especially this this segment, hit the airwaves. Uh, That's supposed Paul, to be a flag he's waving? Yeah, yeah, he's got like a shirt tied, like I guess it's a shirt tied to the end of the bat, and he's waving it like a black flag. Yeah. Ah, man. All right, um, Doc, final thoughts on the gangsters here? This was just great. And it's one of the classic moments of the promotion, so I'm all for it, and what, what fun. And it feels real. Well, that hood was real, so yeah. Uh, that hood was real and some of the stuff new jack said was real and um it was so real the white folks ran and didn't want to be a part of it how does that make you feel mike i just think this is hilarious that you can do so (laughs) it's 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 great that they offended people so badly that's my that's my feeling harper any final thoughts this was great for fucking beginning to end (laughs) um like I said, almost an eight-minute-long segment, and just and then they got a Carvette, which fucking pisses these assholes off even more. How'd they get that? A... How'd they right. get that? What'd exactly. they do to get that? They're driving a fucking eighty-six fucking Mercury Topaz, <laughs> and these two fucking N-words got a Carvette. That's exactly what they <laughs> said. Is that the first time in show history that Harper ed- actually edited himself and didn't say the word? No, he's he's edited himself every single time yeah. actually. Cuz remember that one time he really edited himself? He I I said something I said something, I don't know if it was when I first said, you yeah, said, yeah, you get you some head You said went back. No. No, no. I said, you know, you get you some Hennessy in a black and mild and that was the first time Harper ever heard me put those two together. He goes, "Typical fucking and he, <laughs> he Jesus. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, so he's he edits typical, it typical. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Um, so no, that's it wasn't what was the said in time. the Smoky Mountain households. Typical. Yeah. Blank. Oh, it was it was much more violent than that in the Smoky Mountain households, though. Y'all stop sending memes. Um, Whoa. <laughs> Good Friday, man. We we got a we got a patron episode to do about the T Rex and um. In Spain. Well, let's go, so, man. Let's keep going. Uh, Robert Gibson defeats Brimstone, Inferno number one. I have nothing from it. What do you have, Doc? Nothing, Anything? Nothing, nothing from it. Nothing. Um, We then go to... I'm going to go to it because Hopper didn't see this last week, but um, I wasn't going to play it because um, it's much shorter than last week, but this is Ole and Brian Anderson, and um, Brian's coming into Smoky Mountain Wrestling. And Ole cut another decent promo. I thought. I thought. Um. I thought last week was better. But uh, Doc, what did you have from this? Man, Bryant is a big kid. Yeah, he looks good. It's a big old Didn't dude, bro. Mm-hmm. He's not. Um. And he's not like overly. You know, he's not like ripped to shreds. Yeah. But he's just a big dude, which I actually kind of like that. I, that whole bodybuilder look is, eh. You know. Hey, why do you put some pants on? <laughs> Why is he jogging in his um in his yeah. in, in his trunks? I have no mm-hmm. clue. None whatsoever. But it's, uh, his promo sounds a lot better this way though. It does, and he's he's here for Tracy Smothers, just so people uh if you missed last week. Hey, uh, his cars are speeding in the background. That speed limit is thirty miles an hour. Slow down, assholes. Yeah, Brian, be careful. Don't um Don't run too fast to the street, yeah. little buddy. That'd be funny if only was saying that. <laughs> Don't run too fast to the street, little boy. Hey, 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 the, the street's over there. Run the other way, buddy. I don't want you to get yeah. hurt. <laughs> uh, after after Bryant's promo, they then go to a um, they go to uh, another 
replay of last week. This one was with Dirty White Boy, who got beat with a belt from Cornet and Bedlam. So, um, I mean, Hopper, I know you missed last week and the week before that, but I mean, basically, they're showing the key moments from it. So, Corny handcuffed oh, I White handcuffed Boy. Him. Yeah, because they they did it so that he was it was imp- like he really couldn't move. Right. He's stuck in that corner. I mean, there's no uh-huh. fighting off the belt. I mean, your belt, your back is exposed, and and then they proceed to whip him across the back. And um, I mean, that's know, like back. Kente type shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Hopper. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm still, like, that's a character in a movie. He can't say that. <laughs> no, yeah, I just, I just <laughs> it's just the way Hopper says things sometimes. <laughs> He's like, that's some Kuta Kente type shit right there, bro. <laughs> I mean, look at that. Like we've been hanging a lot of people lately. What else could we do? What's your name? Wow. Oh, I was watching Roots last night. Maybe we could try something like that. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to all the. Never mind. I was gonna say it. Uh, all right. Well, let's keep going. Um. So Les is in the ring now with Jim Cornette and Bruiser Bedlam after they replayed the whipping last week of a uh, dirty white boy. Let's uh let's go to um. Or do I need to play it, Doc? Let me ask you. I don't think it's just basically Corny figured out that Bob Armstrong's the commissioner, and he cut a good promo. I mean, I didn't have any real notes, but it was a good promo. I had the same thing, Harper. What did you have from it? Yeah, man, it, it it wasn't bad, but it was the same thing about the food stamps and you know stuff we've heard. It's just a tired act when you just week after week bust on yeah so the new i agree with that part the news to me from the promo and again it it goes on for like almost four minutes but Cornette continues with the accusations that bob armstrong is a commissioner since no one else knows who the commission is and and that was basically the nuts and bolts of the promo that was the plot of it he's he's saying look this is ridiculous that bob armstrong is getting away with what he's getting away with but he is the obvious commissioner so Come on, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, put it into this bullshit. Um, and then Cornette mentions how they beat the hide off of Dirty White Boys back the week before, which they really did. And that was what I had from it. Um, does that sound about right, Doc and Hall? Yes. Yes. All right. So they go straight from that to a $10,000 12-man battle royal. Um, ironically, we talked about battle royals recently on the NWA show. Um and how we just don't like them unless it's Royal Rumble style. Um, I don't know. I don't have much from this. I fast forwarded to the end. I didn't fast forward. I watched it. But if you fast forward to the end, New Jack and Robert Gibson are the last two in the ring. New Jack and Gibson, they start throwing punches. The ref tries to break them up. And we get a battle royal where we don't get a goddamn winner. Mustafa gets in the ring. Then numerous other faces and heels mm-hmm. get in the ring. It turns into a pull apart as the bell rings. They go to commercial. So we had a $10,000 12-man battle royal where we had no winner. The heat at the end was between Gibson and New Jack, and that was that. It was kind of like a – I know we got a big feud with these two, but, Hopper, was this like a popcorn fart to you? I mean, they were – they got disqualified or something, right? It's a fucking battle royal. Somebody right. got to the top to win. That's what I don't understand. Wasn't he, he was on top of him punching him, then a bell rang. Why? I don't know. We love Smoky Mountain, but I this finish just, I don't know, it's not adding up? Hey, I think it started at the beginning. Did I not count 13 men get into this 12-man battle royal? I didn't. I did, I, I, yeah. I don't think that hard, but if so, yeah, that's a problem too. I mean, I don't know that anybody in that territory in the stands could count that high, so it's hey. probably. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> it not our fans. If our fans were there, that's different. Okay. They're, they're the smart ones there. Raleigh Arnwine can count to 12 and 13. I, any other thoughts on the match? Because, like, again, like Hopper said, it just kind of ends out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, I just was like, so wait, what happened? Huh? They maybe this so is the, maybe, maybe, maybe this is the reason Bob Cottle left. Maybe no. th- he but, got so mad he just took his head, sat down, and said, Jimmy, fuck this, and walked out and never came back. But you're on this because this is Bob's last This show. is Bob's last match. Damn, think about that. All the matches he's called in Smoky Mountain, this is his last one. <laughs> yeah, no, huh? 
They can't all be winners, Mike. So anyway, I mean, we're watching on the Patreon video, tinyurl.com slash BTT, and literally they're rolling on the ground. That's what it was. Gibson pushed Mark Curtis, and that's what. Oh, boy. Oh. But the thing is, why is he in the fucking ring? Yeah, he doesn't need to be in there. It's a battle royal. He needs to be on the outside where he can see if somebody's feet touch the ground. Yeah, bro. Come so on, he man. didn't ring it right there. He, did he ring it when Mustafa? Found, I think he rang it when Mustafa came in. But again, it, I don't. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know, and I don't. Yeah, let's just look at that. And then, and then, like I said, it ends up in a pull apart. Um, so, but we go straight from there. Like I said, they go to commercial, and then they come back, and then we'll have the closing promo of the show. And it's the gangsters. And what do you know? Bob Cotto's last interview and promo. In the promotion is with the gangsters. Let's go to that now. This right now here, the out of gangsters. You Jack, it took an army to try to keep you and Gibson apart. Robert Gibson, I told you, you ain't nothing, boy. You ain't nothing without Ricky. You ain't nothing, and I told you that sooner or later I would get a hold of you. You lucky they pulled me out for you because I was gonna try to kill you, and I know that this ain't the end of it. I know that if you man enough, you will come back out here and face this music. I know if I don't get you tonight, I'll get you soon. I'll get you in the next few days if it ain't the next few hours. Robert Gibson, you got a lot to deal with, and you looking at it right now because I. That's the surprise in store for you. And I don't care what you do. I don't care what you say. Oh, wait a minute. From behind, here comes Robert Gibson. After both of them, Mustafa and New Jack. Primetime Brian Lee. Oh, we got mayhem now right here, fans. This is like a street brawl. It's like a, like a riot. A riot going on right here, Les. No doubt about that as they go at each other. They're trying, They're to, trying to keep New Jack and Gibson apart is impossible. we got several wrestlers out here. About a half a so it ends in a big pull apart, and um, that's how they go off air with these uh, teams. Whose smoke alarm went off? Doc, is that you or Harper? Doc. Hey. Harper, you there? Yeah. All right, he's still on the call, so something must have happened. Um, let's keep going. I didn't get a text from him. Um, Harper, any thoughts on how they closed it? I love when he says, you're nothing without Ricky. And there is truth to that. They are, they are a team, and yes. they're a great team. But singularly, uh, by themselves, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's probably something to that. Yeah. Um, Doc, was that your smoke alarm? No, we had that. the gangsters here. They were trying to break in. Oh, okay. <laughs> was that the but, alarm? Uh, but when you stray out of the hood we don't just allow crimes to happen around the in in rich parts of town yeah nah bro you know that you know the drill here man it's it's good friday and you know what that means i don't know what that means you do know what that means you and i've talked about it this is our normal this is our normal friday to be off but he can't say it so i'm gonna say it for him say broad his broad got mad at him because like Doc and I have kids, obviously, and the kids are out of school today. And uh, normally, um, when we're off on Friday, you know, it's basically these Fridays, almost, these these right. days are are blessings because when we're done, you are just about chilling. Time, well, no, 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 no. I ain't gonna say that, but I take care of a lot of shit that I there would rather go. not Aaron's do on the run. weekends. Yeah. So like, it's a it's a day to like actually take care of business and do shit that you don't normally have a chance to do um, during the week. Um, a lot because you know kids are at school, so you you don't have that anchor tied to you, um, mm-hmm. nor do you have a wife anchor tied to you. You actually mm-hmm. it is the it is the one it is the day where you actually do not have any anchors holding you down. Appreciate so you do it. things that you can take that you normally can't take care of uh, on that day. And, Speak uh, on it. And um, Doc's wife is off. Mrs. Doc is is off today. And she was mad at him because he had to record so early. So he's supposed to disrupt his schedule, even though he needs to get this shit done and over with so he can tend to the other anchors in the house today. Oh, he was trying to trust me that they're in there. That those anchors are in there getting on the gas so that they can be even bigger anchors. They got plans, dude. Oh, yeah. There you go. So he's he's fucked. So with that said, Doc, uh, rate the episode. Um, I liked it, man. There's a, there's a good, I mean, that's just a, a strong 
skit there in the middle that went on for a long time. I'm going to give this an 8.1. Harper, what you ranking it? I give it a 7.9. The fucking Battle Royal fucking killed me. <laughs> that Battle Royal was... Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ranking it. No disability checks from me. Just send it to Twitter. And, um, yeah, that's a new thing. Mike's worried because um, Mike is upset because he gets so much heat for his ratings that. Why? Just, I don't know. That's not true. Government cheese. Who are you giving it to doc? How do you not give this to the gangsters? Yeah. Cause I, cause I don't. Okay. Who are you giving it to? It's a lifetime achievement award. Bob Cottle, for his years of service to the promotion, gets the government cheese on his way out. Mm, okay. Try to argue Auburn, with that. Auburn, who are you giving yours to? You're gonna steal. You're gonna steal an old white man's cheese and give it to the yeah. young brothers. Come on. Hi. How the how how the men where it's gonna get government cheese when they're driving around in a Corvette? <laughs> this is why we need to drug test them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Harper, <laughs> who are you giving it to? <laughs> to the gangsters. <laughs> God damn. All right. So uh, we got the gangsters, Bob Cottle and the gangsters. I'm giving mine to Cottle. I mean, uh, I'm giving mine to the gangsters. Doc gave his to Cottle. Harper gave his to the gangsters. And uh, please, uh, before we get out of here, make sure you use the Amazon referral link. That's tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Great way to support this show on an ongoing basis. Give the link to the wives, girlfriends, hoes, and side pieces in your life. Tell them to use it every time they shop on Amazon. It's a great way to support this show. Also, remember, if you'd like the Jim Crocker Promotions pay-per-views, make sure you become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Now, if you're happy with the world-class shows and the pre-shows and, and all that other stuff and the video reviews, then stay at the $2 tier. But if you want more, you can do so by bumping up to the $5 tier at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. And if you're not a patron, please become one. It's a great way to support what we do here. Uh, thank you to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, Mike Crockett, Brian Malonis. Every single Monday, they do their show. Go check them out. Classic and current stuff. And then thank you to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast as well, for helping support us. Uh, you can find them on Mondays as well. Just search our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. They're the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional. But there you have it. Um, Hopper, anything before we get out of here? No, let's roll. Doc, you? No, no sir. Opera, hit the tagline, take us home. Book it, bitch. Quick shout out to all the Hall of Fame patrons out there before we get out of here. Always want to be thankful to all the patrons we have, especially our Hall of Famers. Uh, so just shout out all of you. LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott, at GA WrestleNut, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller, a.k.a. at Half Pints Point, Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Super Duper Hall of Famers, Mike Childry, Kyle Rowley, and disrespectfully classy Marky Blasky are all in that super duper category. Thank you. And Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21, Josh Dunn, Ryan in Auburn, good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Marecci, Adam Price, 
Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Meyer, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Pru, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Sliding 91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich at Spyboy Sports Cap, Ari Miller 39, Dustin Roberts, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman 822, Marty Howell, and T Hog 94. Gobbled Unreal, thank you for being Hall of Fame patrons out there. And I want to say also thank you to my friend Mike Pru, all of his plugs on the bottom line cast. They are category, category, cataloging the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin in the WWF. So check out the bottom line cast wherever you get your podcast from. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, you name it, it's on there. Also on Twitter, they're at bottom line cast. Check them out. I don't think I got anything else. I appreciate all of your patronage out there. You guys are the best. Thank you very much for supporting this show each and every week. It really means a lot. And uh, or I say each and every week, but it's really each and every month. So thank you for everything you guys do. And uh, that's it. Going to get out of here. You know what Lance and Harper and Doc always say. Book it, bitch. <laughs>